0: we are going higher everyone happy furbulous friday and welcome to one life radio this is bernadette viacchetti with jerry caldwell we've got marie early in studio as well and we are broadcasting live from dallas texas on iheartmedia as well as kmet in southern california on abc news talk happy furbulous friday you guys how you doing
2: Awesome! <laughs> we can barely hear you there, Marie.
0: I know. I oh, she's got to speak okay. up. She always talks really low. Put put How's that it? microphone
2: right in your face. Right, That's right, what right, I, in I your face. Told her
0: right before we went live. I said, put your lips on the microphone <laughs> and speak up. <laughs> there Is you go. Is M- this better? Much better. Okay, much better. Much better. Mousy Marie. Oh gosh!
2: <laughs> Hello, ladies. It's
0: a good name for Furry Friday. <laughs> for, for There you go, Furry there, there Friday. You go. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, we're going to bring Autumn Connolly into the mix here in just a second. Uh, we're going to be talking about love between eagles with Autumn. Uh, let me, let's me let just bring her in. We'll have one big, uh, fabulous Friday chat. Autumn Connolly lives in the Sky Islands of Arizona with her four kiddos and her animal babies. She is the creator of Anvil Traditional Healing, a company dedicated to restoring microbiome health through diet. Autumn is also a self-taught vegan chef, a cereal gardener, and an avid believer in... And a teacher of the healing powers of meditation. And she Her, has
2: one of the best giggles ever. Oh,
0: she does. She does have a great <laughs> giggle. And she has fabulous energy. And I love being around this girl. She's, uh, she's a treasure that I found while the, in the last 12 years of doing this show. And she's been on yeah, the I air with mean. Yeah. Well, it's true. And how many years? I don't even remember how we met, but I remember the second I met you, I was like, "I like this girl. I love her energy, and she's smart as hell." You know, she's know. really, That's really I smart. I saw
3: when I met you too. It's hard to meet people <laughs> that you can have conversations like off the cuff with, just about yeah. like the stuff that really matters to you. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I I'm know. always
3: trying to do it with people. And- it yeah. doesn't go well.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I didn't tell you this, but I officially announced that we're going to start recording some podcasts for after the broadcast uh, and putting them on One Life Radio or your f- favorite Spotify, uh, you know, app, or not Spotify, your your, your favorite uh, podcast app. Wherever like, fine
2: podcasts right. are sold or Absolutely. distributed. Absolutely,
0: That's right. And right. Two, chicks, two chicks and a fish just talking about anything from frying fish to raising kids, whatever, but, and just real life That's conversation. Wonderful. Yeah, it, it's it's good. Gonna, I think yeah. it's going to be fun. The first one we did, if you remember Diamond, uh, Gray was the one that edited it. And she said she really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I miss and her. I do, too. I loved working with Diamond. She was uh, just very, I just loved working with her. Have you seen her lately?
2: I have not. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was the great purge of 2020. Yeah, yeah. There's very few people that I've been able to really, like, stay in contact with, and she, unfortunately, is one of those I haven't been able to.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're out there listening, Diamond, which, hello from all of us here at One Life Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And call in. Uh, you know the phone number. Yeah, you call yeah call in, Diamond. If you're out there listening, she, if she is, she's probably cracking up right now. Uh, you know, but uh, it's it's been quite a venture uh, a adventure, I should say, uh, the last three years. But it's great to have Autumn with us, and we're talking about love between equals, which is a book which I ordered it. I didn't get it yet, um, and it's 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 actually a fascinating book. And we're going to get the author on the show, uh, Polly Young Eisendrath. Uh, she's a doctor. She's a PhD. Uh, And the foreword was written by Daniel J. Siegel, a medical doctor. So it's basically um, the combination of psychoanalysis and Buddhism, right, Uh, Autumn? Yeah, it is. It is. You know, and, and she does talk a lot about Buddhism,
3: you know, having been her personal spiritual path, But she relates it. You know, in the way that spirituality does, you can you can bend and twist it to really fit any sort of religious belief system. It's not specific to Buddhism. She just, you know, she's drawing on her own personal experience. But it's mm. a really, you know, it, it appeals to, in my opinion, it appeals to all faiths, all understandings, really. It's it's really a book for everybody. It's um, much less uh, <clears throat> uh, specific about a religion or a particular mm. way of being than it is about the. Um, way we all kind of think and feel
0: yeah i'm i I can't wait to read it and uh, and apply it to my own life and relationships that that i want to to work out and heal Uh, we all have ones right that we all have broken relationships or relationships that we could improve on to have a better happier life so but personally what drew you to this book autumn you know
3: what drew me to it is just the idea that you know I, i you've known me long enough and anyone who's listened to us on the air would know you know spirituality, I find, is uh, is a big part of my life. And um, relating mm-hmm. this spiritual existence to the human day-to-day has become something of a, of a hobby of mine. You know, how is it that, you know, surely we're not ascending spiritually when we're standing in front of the kitchen sink doing dishes, you know, but maybe we are, you know, maybe that's part of it. <laughs> so I find this I find this interest in trying to bring spirituality into, um, the human way of being and so much of being human, um, focuses around relationships and the book, you know, it's, it's, um, geared towards a romantic relationship, of course, but she also points, she also points out relationships between adult children or adult friendships or adult family members and things Mm -hmm. like that. And, um, So much of it, so much of these relationships that we have between other people are um, part of our spiritual path, part of our awakening, and part of the work (laughs) that we're here to do, it seems... um, it seems like an oversight for um, somebody who is um, taking their spiritual self um, seriously or at least into account to overlook how these relationships play into our way of being. And yeah. um, I think that she puts it a really, um, she gives some really wonderful ways to incorporate basically just, you know, healing these relationships as part of our spiritual practice and mm-hmm. understanding.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so much I want to talk about with this. Um, okay, we've got a couple more minutes before we go to break. Um, you know, uh, so uh, you know, uh, so uh, you have a joke about marriages, right? That they should run like a business. <laughs> Nobody likes this joke. <laughs> okay, let's 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 talk about it. What Why happens should,
2: when you have to lay closet. off some employees?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. In my opinion, I, you know, I've been in business before I'm in business now. And I think, you know, there's so many things that we think about with our relationships. We're just like throwing in the towel, like, Oh, this person, you know, they snore. Oh my gosh. You know, uh, listen to how he chews his food or whatever, you know, and it's just like out the window, like everybody, but in a, you know, in a, in a business relationship, everybody comes together and you have this plan and it's Mm -hmm. openly discussed and you have a mission statement, you know, and everything is very clearly um, articulated, or at least it ought to be, you know, if your yeah. goal is to run a successful business. Right. And relationships, there's this, un- there's this thought, this feeling, you know, it's like it's all love and, uh, um, you know, everything's going to work out okay. And I just think... No, that's not really the way that it goes. Mm-hmm, you know, at some point in your relationship, and, and in my opinion, and in the opinion of the author, too, you've got to get down to the brass tacks. You've got to mm-hmm. understand what it really is that you want, what they want, and then how you come together. And then even in that coming together, once you are together, you don't just, you know, fly or, you know, scoot at the first sign of trouble or go within, no. and, you know, hold this grudge against the
0: other person. You wouldn't do that in a business. No, you wouldn't. So, well, no one would, would want to work for you, so you have to, you know, exactly. <laughs> you have to be reasonable. But it's funny, you know, when I was thinking of, of similarities between, you know, how you could apply, um, you know, like you said, uh, that marriages should run like a business. Maybe everybody should develop an SOP, a standard operating procedure, and sit down <laughs> yes. and agree on it before you open your business or enter into a marriage, right? Just like you have your, your SOP. <laughs> I think so.
3: I think so. So my joke is always, I'm like, I can make a relationship work with anybody if they have this business mindset towards the relationship, you know. And I've told yep. this, I've told this theory to people over drinks or dinner, and it's like I get these blank stares from people. But I, yeah. I really believe, you know, if you have this, if you have this general understanding among each other, then you know things work
0: a lot better. Absolutely. Okay.
2: Before we get married, you're going to have to uh, sign off on this. Uh, <laughs> SOP uh, on, on on this uh, onboarding manual. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and like you don't take every
3: little thing personally, you know? Like well, not like, oh, they don't love me today.
0: <laughs> nope, yeah.
2: nope, nope. Page 16.
0: Yeah, page 16. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and well, people do take stuff too personal, but if it's all clearly understood, that's the thing. The key to a successful business and a, a successful relationship is communication, right? And so yes. this it, it It is no matter what, you can apply it to anything in your life, and so often we miscommunicate or misunderstand one another, and we take it personal and we feel you know shame or blame or guilt or you know whatever, all the uh, the range of emotions uh, you know when trying to figure things out and make a relationship work, and it does take work. so if you open a business, you have to work hard, right and right. and you. Ha- and you have to do a little bit of, uh, you know, always be closing. Of course, I'm kind of exaggerating, but or I mean, be trying to be <laughs> no. funny, but, but, but you know, yeah, you gotta keep yourself polished, keep the sink, move the yeah, move, and then, you m- know, move the equipment, startup. clean behind it, right? Yes, yes exactly.
3: <laughs> And I you know you 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 know this better than I do probably but like the startup years are the hard years oh like don't yeah like on the startup years those mm-hmm. are the ones where you're building the foundation for something you can sell for billions of dollars years later, right right like right. those are the investment years and they are. Um, people and the best people today get through the off because those years are hard.
0: Yeah, and they're the best memories, too. They're the best, aren't they? Oh my gosh. The struggle, you know, struggle for the legal tender with the uh, veteran fast asleep at the traffic light, you know, dreaming about the struggle is what makes everything, I don't know, everything uh, worth it It and real. real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that goes for a relationship, too. Okay, so Marie hasn't said a word. Marie, what are you <laughs> thinking about all this? She hasn't had a chance oh, no, in her defense.
1: I, well, I mean, I just think that so many people go into relationships and they want that feeling of being in love and excitement and uh-huh. and everything is perfect about that other person, and a lot of people don't want to put in that work and they don't want that the the term the hard part. They mm-hmm. just want that lovey-dovey feeling all mm-hmm. the time and when that goes away, they're quick to bail.
0: Well, and I have to say and, that lovey-dovey feeling typically uh-huh. is just you know euphoria, and and it and it comes from, typically, I think, and I'm just going to put, I, I say this all the time, people sleep together too soon, right? Yeah, they do.
3: <laughs> yeah. And they futurize so quickly, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to go here, we're going to do this, this person's yep. going to be this to me, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, come on, you know, let's have a little bit more realistic perspective here.
0: <laughs> I love I love that word, futurize. I'm not sure if I've ever yeah. used that. I love it. You always, you're, you're so articulate. I swear you are. You, know, you have such command over the English language. That's one of the things I love about it. I always learn a new word when I'm talking. We speaking with uh, Autumn. But I'm looking at the clock. We're going to go for a quick break, and we're, gonna de- we're going to dig deep into this love between equals uh, today here on One Life Radio with Autumn Connolly. Stay tuned. More coming up. We're all on the show today. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Oh, wait a second. I want to go into break with you doing a mantra. I forgot to tell you that. A Mantra at Every break. Not the one that we will save the best one for, well, not the best one, but the one we had planned for last. But you got one you can just throw in the mix there?
3: Yes, I can do one. It's one uh, one I've done before, but it's just a mantra for peace. And I think that it's something that, you know, once we find peace in ourselves, we can find peace in others as well quite easily. Close your eyes. Big, deep breath. Oh, mani padme. Oh, mani
0: padme. I love it. Beautiful. We'll be be right back. Stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to
1: One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com.
0: Hey everyone, I have to share a story about how amazing Terraflora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take Terraflora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic. Addicts. Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care. Her stomach bloating went away and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says Terraflora advanced care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about Terraflora Advanced Care and all the Terraflora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself, and I encourage everyone to visit Enviromedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's enviromedica.com.
1: We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Um.
0: All right, everyone. <laughs> Loving the music. Welcome back to Furbulous Friday here at One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Autumn Connolly. Autumn Connolly lives in the Sky Islands of Arizona with her four kiddos and her animal baby. She is the creator of Anvil Traditional Healing, a company dedicated to restoring microbiome health through diet. Autumn is also a self-taught vegan chef, a cereal gardener, and an avid believer in and a teacher of the healing Powers of Meditation. You can find Autumn at Meditate with Autumn at com or her website, Anvil Traditional com, And she also sells her do it yourself products on Amazon.com uh, at Anvil Traditional Healing. And you know, we want to make an announcement before there's a great, great uh, event coming up here in Dallas. Uh, and Marie's going to tell you all about it. Let's talk yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, we're, um, and this is perfect timing since we're talking about a little bit about the Buddhist teachings. But, um It's called The Pure Bliss of Tantra. uh, It's a free talk and guided meditation on Saturday, February the 11th, at the Dallas Museum of Art. And it's, uh, the question is, would you like to experience bliss and happiness in your life? And I don't know who would say no. (laughs) 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 But it's a special talk and meditation on the art and practice of Buddhist Tantra, which is a method of meditation that leads to deep levels of bliss and peace. And the Buddhist monk, and it's, I hope I'm saying this right, but it's uh, Gen Kelsang Minla. Uh, yeah and
0: he actually instructed us uh, yes. on that Thursday meditation that Every we went Thursday to Every
1: Thursday there uh-huh Yeah
0: and it, it's a, it's right next to the aquarium and uh and it's a beautiful uh, facility
1: Yes Kadampa a uh, Buddhist temple in yeah. Dallas um but uh uh he is, he explains this practice of Buddhist tantra, this uh, method of meditation, and it leads to deep levels of bliss and peace. And he explains how it enables us to transform the experience of pleasure into a pure form of happiness within. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then after the talk, there's an open house at the Kadampa Buddhist Temple. So yeah. we're excited. We'll be there. And
0: yeah, so. we'll be there. And it's at, yeah, the, at it's the DMA. on the 11th. On the 11th, uh-huh. Saturday d- at the Saturday. DMA. And what time does mm-hmm. it start?
1: And I'm looking here, and uh, we'll put it on our website. It doesn't have it the time. It doesn't have the time right there. Right.
0: Okay, no. we'll get it out there. But yeah, we'll and you can also TBA. go to uh,
1: meditationinTexas.org. For all the information, meditationintexas.org. All
0: right, all right. And we'll be talking about it right up until the event. But, uh, you know, to get back to our topic today, Love Between Equals, this book that Autumn found, Relationship. uh, It's uh, Love Between Equals, Relationship as a Spiritual Path by Polly Young, Eisendrath, Ph.D. Um, So, you know, I asked you what drew you to to this book. What else do you want to say about this book and what drew you to it, Autumn?
3: You know, I think the other thing that I think is interesting is it goes through sort of these um, <clears throat> these relationship phases that I'm sure that most people have noticed, but um, maybe we haven't categorized as um, clearly. And I find those to be really interesting as well, where we're um, – uh, we talked a little bit er- earlier. I think Marie said something about how, you know, there's this flubby-dubby feeling and people don't want to let go of it and on and on. Of course, that is something that typically happens at the beginning. And, um, despite my business example from earlier, you know, it is nice to have that sort of, um, um, excitement over a new relationship or
0: something. Yeah. But well, the reality well, it... is it fades. Yeah, well, it's exciting to start a business, too, and then when you get down to the the nitty-gritty of it, sometimes <laughs> it gets very tough, and it does have a romantic face. Yeah. I can't even tell you how many people get, right. into, they get into the the restaurant business is a perfect example of that mm-hmm. because they have a romantic relationship with food, and they think, oh, this is going to be so great, and I'm going to open this restaurant and cook my favorite, you know, recipes, and people are going to come, and when the people don't come, you can become disillusioned quickly. <laughs> the yes. romance can or wear off.
3: you realize that you've got to stay there so late and you're working for next to nothing and all of this, you're like, wait a second. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So the business example really applies. Maybe we need to write our own book. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) What were you gonna say, Marie? Well I was gonna say that I I read somewhere that a lot of businesses fail because you know a person may open a restaurant because they love to cook, Mm -hmm. but they also have to do accounting and they also have to do the man the HR and all this stuff Mm -hmm. that you don't like. And I think that's Relationships too. You're you you're gonna have to do the guy's laundry or, or I don't yeah. know. It's not, <laughs> not all this I'm girl. Well, maybe once or now. I don't know. You know what
0: I'm saying? <laughs> it's not all just that dating and relationships and sex and fun and you know that. Well, yeah, excitement. and I think that when you sit down to do mm-hmm. your SOP, your standing operating procedures, you should talk about that. Honey, do you expect right. me to do your yes. laundry? Because if you do, I'm not going to like that. It's going to make me feel like you know I'm your employee, no pun intended, instead of your partner. <laughs> I mean, unless somebody's sick, that's different. You know, I have this classic story of someone who's a very dear friend of mine, and uh, he's actually a surgeon now, and he worked for me uh, in uh, Pizza Patrone back in the back in the day when we only had I don't I think we had six stores. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, so we were, everybody had to take turns cleaning the bathroom, including me, because I never asked my employees to do something that I wasn't willing to do myself. We all have to get our hands dirty if we're on the same team, right? right? And Mm -hmm. um, he didn't want to do it. And he had plans to be a doctor, which he became a doctor, a very fine surgeon, I might add. And so um, he and his brother, who both worked for me, actually all three of them worked for me, and they're all very successful. But the the one brother did not want to clean the bathroom, and he refused to do it. And I said, listen, if you don't clean the bathroom, I'm going to have to fire you because it, it, I'm just going to have to. I said, you're going to have to clean the bathroom sometime in your life. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to hire someone to do that. I'm like, what if. OK, so let's say and I went through all these scenarios with him. Right. <laughs> OK. OK. And I'm not going to say his name, obviously, um, because this is private, but it's a great story nonetheless. OK, so he said no, because I'm going to have a maid to do that or someone a housekeeper. I said, okay, but you want to have babies, right? Yeah, I want to have at least three kids. Okay, so I said, okay, so you've got three babies. The third baby just came. Your wife is home taking care of the babies, and she gets sick. She gets the flu, and she's throwing up all night long. So there's throw-up all over the bedroom. (laughs) There's throw-up all over the bathroom. It's the middle of the night. Who's going to clean it? Who's going to clean it? and he burn it all just down. and set it on yeah, fire and so he gave me this frustrating look and i said you have to clean the bathroom it's the right thing to do how could you ask somebody else to clean the bathroom and you think that you're too good to do it you need to learn the uh, the experience and you need to learn humility right here and now if you're going to be successful and i walked out of the room well about 5 minutes later he went in there and he glad he cleaned the bathroom and we laugh about it now because he knew ah. I was absolutely right, and he's very, very, he's one of the most, he is the, one of the most amazing men I've ever met in my life. You know, nobody's yeah, perfect, but he amazing. is such a dear, dear friend, and he has a wonderful wife, and she's a doctor too, and they have, and they have two beautiful sons, and you know, but he, he, the point of the story is, we all have to get our hands dirty, dirty, and there's a lot of other points, and I don't even know what we were talking about, I can't remember what led me to even tell that story. No, that you can't, you have to like take you, the good oh, with
1: the bad. Yeah, you Do take
0: you the have, good yeah. Yeah. And doing the laundry. You got sometimes you got to do stuff. If you love that person, you want to care for them and take care of them because that's part of, 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 of running a good business and having a, a, a good relationship. Right. Taking care of one another. Mm-hmm to some degree
3: yes for sure and then part of it you know uh, another thing in the book I thought was pretty impactful was the idea of witnessing one 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 another rather than you know rather than thinking of this person as you know they you know the saying you're better half or you know like you know you were incomplete and now you're whole with this other person and whatever other analogies you want to get in there but it's more like this other person despite despite their relationship and despite whatever real you know emotional connection there may be they are their own they are their own entity and they are separate from you and Mm -hmm. one of the best things we can do for another our children our brothers and sisters our friends is just witness for them you know let them be themselves and behave how they want without this fear of judgment or ridicule or without the fear of angering you or upsetting you and Mm. just let them you know have this have open enough dialogue at the beginning of the relationship to be like hey you know what I am never judging you. What I'm doing is, you know, maybe reflecting back something that I haven't healed or reflecting back something that I don't like. But when I bring up something to you that perhaps has upset me, I understand that that upset is within me. It is not you. Mm-hmm. But perhaps we as a team can come up with a way to not have that regularly happen so that the business of our relationship functions better, you know. But it's just um this Freedom to be able to be yourself and know that the other person is there to witness you not to change you not to better you not to make you feel inferior but just to truly accept you as being you it's pretty it seems like a really invaluable thing
0: yeah no it's difficult to do especially if that if that person um you know uh you know has issues uh, and and you can't apply right. it to business as well i mean a lot of times you hire people you don't know what kind of uh you know Uh, You don't know everything about them. And sometimes just through um, time, it it comes out right Uh, where they might be perpetually late or they might, um, you know, uh, smoke too much weed or they might do this or do that or, you know, uh, there's Uh there's a lot. of Right. And so, um, you know, I don't know. It's difficult. It can be very difficult. Especially yeah, this... but even
3: that, you know, even that, is a, even that is a pathway to your spiritual freedom, you know, a pathway mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, ascension or to growth or to expansion. So even when you get into these relationships and, you know, they turn out to be, you know, there's something untoward going on where you think, oh, I can't handle this and this person's never going to change. You know, of course, at some point that may be exactly right. And there is no solution other than the dissolution of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But... Throughout that, you know, it's so easy, it's so easy to turn on somebody and it's so easy to even turn on yourself and think, oh, I should have known or I shouldn't, you know, I should have gotten to know them better or whatever, you know, I shouldn't have done mm-hmm. this or all of that. But realistically, all of those interactions have been for the betterment of your spiritual development. Mm-hmm. And, um, once you can see that clearly, it takes a lot of the, it takes a lot of the angst away from, um, yeah. you and uh, somebody else.
0: Yeah. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, what you wrote to me about triggers uh, and, and and such. So we're going to go oh, for yeah. a quick break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, <laughs> I just love, I love Autumn Connelly. You know, I love the way she thinks and I love the way she speaks. She's a great, she's very, you're just, you're Thank just, you. you're just great. Okay. We're going to go to break. <laughs> More coming up with Autumn Connelly. You are listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at oneliferadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, Barrakeet. <laughs> Crazy water's benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the crazy well and people from all over flocked to this magical place. Back in 1904, the famous Mineral Water Company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com.
2: Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio.
0: All right, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to One Life Radio. It is Herbulous Friday. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and... Autumn Connolly, <laughs> we are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas, and iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We're talking about a book that uh, Autumn found, and it's a wonderful book. Uh, it's called Love Between Equals. Okay, so wh- uh, what did you find about in the book that was the most helpful, uh, Autumn I don't, you know, one of the things I found was the most helpful was just relating
3: um, the idea to being triggered. You know, so I I, I call being triggered. You know, when I fi- find a strong emotional reaction within myself. You know, it could be something loving and sweet, but more often than not, it's some form of anger or frustration.
0: And
2: um, people that don't use their I- turn signals. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> That's- oh no, no. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, and not to get off, but come on, man. Everybody needs to drive better. What is going on in Dallas? That I mean, is a whole
2: show right oh,
0: there. Oh, my God. I almost get killed. It's like taking your life in your hands when you get on the roads in Dallas right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Why well, well, up. live
3: in a town of 800 <laughs> people.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, but Dallas is really getting dangerous. It is. And just nutty people driving like they own. I've never. You know that expression, own the road? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Take it up about a hundred notches. I mean, just crazy. Okay, get back to what you were saying. I'm sorry. I see. I got triggered. I just got triggered. <laughs> see, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it Thanks, does Jerry. relate. So yes,
0: it
3: does relate. <laughs> but you know, you can turn those triggers into self self inquiry. You know, you can turn your trigger and you can do all kinds of stuff. You know, you can call names or you can point out the 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 inadequacies of another uh-huh. person and all of this. But you could so also you've written with me before. Yourself. And you could go, oh, well, okay, so every time, you know, every time my partner leaves their shoes right in front of the door and I trip over them when I walk in, you know, yes, that is annoying, and yes, I've asked them to stop doing that several times, and, you know, um, but why why would I have such an angry reaction to this? And you go deep, you ask yourself questions before you even bring it up to your partner, you know? Uh It's like you go ahead and assume that this person that you're with has the best intentions for the relationship as its own entity. and you assume they um they are a good, decent person, otherwise you wouldn't have you know um, decided to commit to them in the first place. and then, So before you even bring anything up to them, you go within yourself. You recognize, you know, sometimes just weird, obnoxious, frustrating things happen in life. And Mm -hmm. what is it in me that causes me to, you know, fly off the handle? Or what is it in me that causes such a negative, um, accusatory reaction? And you go within. And it's that part of going within that turns the relationship into the spiritual path. Because it's not your job to, like— them and to wear the proper
0: place to put your shoes Agreed. on. Agreed. They should and- do it. <laughs> they should put their shoes where they're supposed to put them. And I would be triggered too. <laughs> Who wants to, and especially at night if you're walking in you don't see the darn shoes, you could fall and break your leg or your head, I right? Know, I mean, you know,
3: uh, we have a joke in my household because I have three very obvious Two locations, two shoe shelves, uh-huh. one indoors, one by the front door, and then a shoe basket. And just in case it's too much work to put your shoes shoe, yeah. sh- on the shelf, you know, you could just kick them off in the basket and still the shoes wind up yeah. in front of the door. But that's my children, you know, not...
0: <laughs> no, well, no, I... But unless they 're corrected by their mother or their father because it 's not just the mother 's responsibility, uh, you know yes. they 're going to continue to do it I mean uh, but it yeah, was I, something
2: that I had to learn how to just sorry, still off topic, but no. it was something I had to learn how to do because when I grew up, my parents just had me wear my shoes in the house and you go in and out of the house and we wore the shoes and it wasn 't until I grew up and as an adult, realized the fallacy in wearing your shoes inside uh-huh. and once right. you stop wearing your shoes inside then Comes the whole thing about well, where do I put them when they're not on my right, feet?
0: Right, right, right. Yeah,
2: yeah. so yeah. that you
3: can easily access them and all of this, like there's, you know. But in a relationship, you want to think, you know, this person, this you want to, you want you, you have to be able to believe that this person is rowing in the same direction as you, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. involves a level of communication and, right. dare I say, commitment to the relationship that makes it so that you don't villainize the person for not putting their shoes in the right place. You know, something as small as this can obviously be extrapolated into much bigger, more serious issues. Mm -hmm. But I find that a lot of times it's these little issues that kind of wear the tread off the tires that make it so these bigger issues Mm -hmm. um, turn into these explosive events when really it could all just be a matter of simple communication.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, you know how when you're mad at somebody, like everything they do, do annoys you because you Can you you're stop not, breathing, yeah. please? <laughs> because you you haven't addressed the, the the big the elephant in the room. Like this is what really bothers me about our relationship, or what you do in a business as my employee. This is what, and there are some things that you know you can't recover from. That uh, clicking for,
2: noise you make when you chew.
0: Yeah, or what, whatever. But but I do think that um, as you said, Autumn, and I agree with this. But more often than not. Uh, whatever's triggering you is relating to something within ourselves that needs attention um, that yeah. we do have to correct, and that's why you know I feel like um, almost like the universe gives us an assignment, if you will, uh, for our growth when, when, when you connect with certain people and you have to learn certain lessons. That maybe you've gone along your whole life and you've left your shoes at the door and gotten away with it. And finally, somebody says to you, hey, you know what? I am sick and tired of picking up your shoes. (laughs) Grow the hell up and pick up your shoes so I don't have to move them every time. Like, what's wrong with you? Fix it. You know, because we all have things like that. We all have flaws and we do need to work on them and fix them.
3: Yes, and then in a relationship it would be, you know, so the book would the book would parallel that, you know, to all very much what you said. It's it's something that you have to learn, a lesson that you're being taught. And the goal of this relationship as a spiritual path would be for both parties. The parties who's yeah. triggered and then the party who is the one who is doing the triggering to go, Oh, let me look within Uh let me see why it is that I leave my shoes at the door why is it that I'm incapable of this you know half a second extra worth of work to put my shoes in the right place you know Uh what is it about me is it that I feel this level of you know anxiety over all the things I need to get to and I can't take this you know minuscule amount of time to do it because I'm trying to cut all these corners or what is it is it some sort of like frustration that I have against this other person, you know, Uh asserting their authority over me or blah, blah, blah. You know, there's all these reasons. But, again, it's it's instead of looking at the other person and going, obviously, this lady, all she likes to do is complain about my shoes, so (laughs) I'm just going to... Shut down on her emotionally and, you know, tank the relationship. No, you wouldn't do that in a business. No. Don't do it in your relationship. No. Instead, go, okay, let's fix this problem, partner. Like, right. we've got a problem. Let's let's figure out how to do it. And obviously, we're both capable or we're both responsible for mm-hmm. this incident equally. You know, you're responsible for your triggering. I'm responsi- responsible for being the triggerer. And, you know, let's figure out how to fix it rather than taking it so personally
0: as mm-hmm. an affront from one another. Yeah. And you can't live – what's the name of that show, you guys? I don't even it's, – it's where the guy would say – talk about uh, – uh, when he was teaching someone, he would call him a grasshopper. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. Kung Fu? I, I, I have, love that show. I have very vague memories of it as, as a child. <laughs> I remember my brothers used to – but I, I can – you know, none of us can walk around and go grasshopper all day long, you know, when somebody triggers <laughs> us or annoys us, right? <laughs> the modern <laughs> equivalent of that
2: is Padawan. <laughs>
1: In your head, you can. Though. In
0: your head, you can. Yes, but it's very difficult. And so, like you said, you need to work on things together. You need to grow together. And if something uh, that's triggering, uh, it's because it's something that needs attention. It needs yeah, attention. Yeah, and maybe you know you can even find the sweetness in it. And that's
3: something that I try to do with my kids. And it can be, it, it, it could be, it could be an example for children. It could be examples for a spouse or a partner or anything. But you know, it's like I think. Oh, my gosh, you know, I I walk out my front door and, you know, each one of my four children has taken off a pair of shoes right on the welcome mat. And they've taken, you know, three different pairs of shoes throughout the day. It's like a minefield, right? And Mm -hmm. what I think, you know, there is this frustration in me that immediately jumps out. And then the awareness of the situation has caused me to go ah, uh, wait, like, yeah, they took off their shoes, but it's because they were jumping in mud puddles, and then they just flung them all off, and they were laughing. I remember them laughing and watching the mud splatter everywhere as they kicked <laughs> off their boots.
2: Big it's fun. Like, you know, big, you big can, fun. Like,
3: Yes, it is, and, you know, you can go through these things, and you can remind yourself that these people we bring into our lives, you know, our goal is, and, you know, I would I would say the goal, perhaps, of all of life is to find this love, find this love not just for ourselves, but for the others who are, you know, a part of ourselves as well and to even in these small irritating moments go oh wait there's still love here there's still love in the shoes being taken Mm. off in the exact wrong spot because this person is not a bad person and this person didn't in most cases do it to purposely irritate me they did it because they're their own unique individual and for some reason they chose this as the option and you know i love them and i love the you know the the oddities that this person brings into my life and here and there. And, you know, it's, again, a little bit of a leap with the shoe discussion. You could really yeah. just put them on the shelf, right? But yeah.
1: at the same time, you know, um it's it to, to deal with. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I bet, you know, know, you could look at it as the kids are excited to see you or they're excited yeah. to get inside exactly. and get a cookie right. that you made or, you know, yeah. something right. like that. Or maybe that your they...
3: partner's coming home from work
1: and, you know, they're excited to see you or
3: something, yeah. you know,
0: it's, Who knows what it is? And here's the mop and bucket. You can clean it up afterwards. Uh, (laughs) Grasshopper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm loving this conversation, but we have to go to break. Oh, my gosh. We'll be right back. You are listening to One Life Radio. Stay tuned, everyone. More coming up follow us on social media at one life radio in today's environment books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge children's health defense publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences often at the expense of their careers here are the latest must reads in the fight for truth the courage to face covid 19 preventing hospitalization and death while battling the biopharmaceutical complex by true crime writer John Leak and prominent research cardiologist, Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager, Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com
1: Contagiously Positive One Life Radio is back
0: Alright everyone Ooh, Welcome back <laughs> Oh I love this song Should we sing? Um, we have to sing <laughs> I know <laughs> Why do you
2: lock yourself up in these chains?
0: <laughs> no one can
2: change your life except, except for you. Don't ever let anyone get oh, over you. you.
0: I don't know the words.
2: Just I get the last part
0: and you'll find mm-hmm. Is it really fair to
2: feel this way inside? inside? We all know this part. <laughs> Turn around and say, say goodbye. Until, Until then, then
0: baby, are oh, you going to let him hold you down <laughs> and make you cry? Don't you know? Uh-uh. Don't you know? Things will change. Things will go your way, way. way. If you hold on, on one, one more day.
2: If you hold, hold on, on, one, on one, one more day. There you go. One more day. Things will go
0: your way. hold on one more day. Oh, my God. That song is so perfect for me right now, and I'm hoping.
1: Makes I'm, me hoping think that, of
0: <laughs> I'm hoping that someone that I care very much about is listening. Anyway. <laughs> oh, perfect. my gosh. So great to be here with Autumn Connelly. We always have so much fun. This girl's energy is off the charts. You can find her at MeditateWithAutumn at gmail.com. I wish we had a couple of hours, but we will when we do the Two Chicks and a fist, fish, fish podcast. Two Chicks
2: and a Fist. Two chi- a chick, you are Italian.
0: <laughs> and a fish. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of fun. We should all do it together, actually. We should all record it together. You'll have to tell me technically how we do that, Jerry. You're the man. or we'll, we'll hire an engineer, whatever we need to do, but... It's a lot of fun to be on radio, and I love being here, and I hope that everyone listening is truly enjoying the broadcast. And if you didn't get to all of it, if you're just maybe joining us now, you can start from the beginning by going to oneliferadio.com or your favorite podcast app and listen to the show uh, after the, uh, the broadcast. So, um, you know, we've only got a couple of minutes, and so let's continue talking about this love between equals. What do you wish that more people knew, Autumn?
3: Oh gosh! you know, I just wish more people knew that it was it, it, it wasn't it wasn't so complicated.
0: <laughs>
3: you know um these people are brought into our lives for a reason, and um the growth that expands from that is pretty invaluable and um it's a lot easier to um make it through life when you realize that um it's much less of a challenge and more 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 of a game. You know, more mm-hmm. of an understanding of the rules and more of an understanding of going within and um, really understanding what love is, you know, not um, not just the feeling, not just the not just the emotion of love, but the idea of the commitment of love, the idea to be able to accept somebody else as themselves and um in in turn you know you get to you get a really wonderful thing you get to accept yourself as yourself and Mm -hmm. um hopefully you get um somebody else to accept you as Mm -hmm. yourself so it's really this beautiful circle and it doesn't just apply to relationships of course it applies to pretty much um every avenue in life that we Mm -hmm. go down and um i don't know i wish i wish more people had grace along that um understanding
0: well, yeah, no, we all have to have grace for one another. But, you know, I go back to the comparing it to a business. There has to be boundaries as well, though. You can't, you can't allow your employees, uh, you know, that if perhaps you find someone that's stealing from you. Uh, you know, you, you can't allow that because you're not helping them by allowing that. So you help them to grow as well, whether you fire them or not, or just, you know, maybe give them one, one strike, two strike, three strikes, you're out. Give them a chance, you know, to change. We all need to give each uh-huh. other a chance to change, right? And address our demons and fix them. I mean, that's really what we're talking about here is that path that we that we we go down and and uh, love between equal equals whether it be you know on the job or off the job in a relationship or even with our children right
1: mm-hmm. um that's a yeah. diff-
0: that's a very difficult relationship especially as they get older you are about to be tested autumn in the upcoming years <laughs> <laughs> oh i am
3: being tested I-
0: <laughs> <laughs> when they become teenagers and i don't know what that is if they need to become uh independent by going through the process of um you know just thinking that their parents who they relied on for so many years uh no longer know anything um i know what it is but you know it's a it's it's a there's and uh, that's a real all...
2: defining moment in a person's life when they get to that age where all of a sudden it hits them one day that they need to call their parents and mm-hmm. tell them they're sorry
0: yeah
3: Ah yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, I understand now. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It is. I, It'll happen. I, you yeah. know, I think it, you know, and it's just it's basically uh, along the same line as what the book says. It's all it's all mm-hmm. the same spiritual path, you know, even if things go akimbo for a little while, at least it it, you can relate it back to self and you can ask, you know, you can, you can find a lot of deep healing within yourself during any sort of turmoil between relationships. And that's really a gift, even though, you know, it takes a little bit of mental um, gymnastics to get there Mm
0: sometimes. Well, why do you think so many relationships break up, Autumn?
3: Um, I think because a lot of people have a difficult time looking within, you know, it's, um, It's uh, it's not necessarily. It is becoming a more pop culture, but I'd still say within um, within the typical family structure, it's it's not become mainstream. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. a lot of parents looking at their children and explaining, "Oh, I made a mistake, and here's why I did it." And I looked within myself and found, you know, this flawed reaction that I had. You know, a lot of times people want to save face, or you know, they just don't have the awareness of it. And I think relationship fail because we are lacking in awareness of ourselves and we um Mm -hmm. we project it out on other people and then they project it back on us and it just becomes a really a losing a losing game um but it doesn't have to be that way
0: yeah well you know jerry and marie were joking right before the show and they were saying how come dogs don't fall out of love (laughs) How come uh, uh, with their owners and vice versa? Uh, and it, some some owners do fall out of love and they get rid of their dog because they haven't they they, they, they don't understand what a precious relationship it right. is. Uh, right. They
2: didn't deserve that in the first we, place.
0: They didn't. Exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, and Sorry. this is Furbulous Friday. No, I always want everyone's contribution um, during the show. Uh, and that's it's important to understand this because and so you are you're an animal lover. Everyone on the show is an incredible animal lover. What do you say? What do you think about that? You know how can we compare the relationship that we have with animals and how deep we lo- we love them? Or most of us, those that don't, I think it's a red flag that they deeply need to go within, <laughs> like way awesome. deep in. Also, um,
2: we've got about a minute and a half, and I don't uh, want to uh, play the music over your uh, chant. Yeah. So good
0: job, Jerry. Oh, I was just going to go there because I really, I, I, I got. We were so, uh, you know, uh, enthralled with the content, our, our conversation earlier. I forgot to. Because I wanted to do a mantra, a mantra at every break, but let's do it real quick, and then we get to say um, adios for the weekend, right? Okay, yes. we can ponder I would your say a simple answer.
3: Simple answer to your question is that animals are much more connected with us all being one, so they don't yes. turn against Aww. people as easily. They but don't close kept... your eyes, Big okay. deep, deep breath. This mantra is um, it's. Asking, it's reminding ourselves that we are one with the divine, and we can seek refuge in mm-hmm. in all that there is in the universe, and the divine, in ourselves. Hap hara hara hara, hap Sacheda Sachadoa Hara 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 Aap sa hi ho Sacheda Hara Hara
0: Hara Perfect timing and there's the music Oh, my gosh. All
2: right, we've got 45 seconds before we, we got. it. Gotta...
0: we got 45 seconds, okay? Yep. So I want to give another shout-out to the Pure Bliss of Tantra, a free talk and guided meditation on Saturday, February 11th at the Dallas Museum of Art. It's at 2 o'clock, you guys, and uh, I encourage you to visit their website at Texas. All right, Autumn, thank you so much. Can't wait to record that podcast, Two Chicks and a Fish, here coming up in the next couple of weeks with everyone. Uh, You know what? You get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone.